and welcome to GradChat, your opportunity to find out about graduate research here at Queen's. My name is CJ the DJ and I am your host for this week's GradChat. Of course, a show like this could not happen without the support of the School of Graduate Studies and CFRC, so thank you very much to both of them. Now, if you may miss the shows at any time, you can download the podcast the next day on either iTunes, Google Podcasts and Stitcher. So no excuse not to hear what our awesome students and postdoctoral fellows are doing. Now, this week's going to be a little bit different to what we've done before. So I just want to apologize now that the clarity of the recording isn't quite as good as when we can do this in the studio at CFRC. So our apologies there. What, what was important to us, though, was to continue with the programming, even with the COVID-19 making us change a few things around in order to do that. So we're currently at two separate places right now. I'm in Kingston and our guest today is in Victoria, BC. We've both got our own software to record each session and then we're going to splice it together. So, <laughs> And I'm sure there's probably a better way of doing it, but right now that's all I could think of. So we're going to go with the flow on that. So I'd like to introduce you today then to Alistair Kirov, who's doing doctoral research in chemistry under the supervision of Dr. Diane Bushman. Now, Alistair, you will recall, was interviewed in February about his work on alternative risk assessment methods for contaminated soil. But today, however, I want to talk more about how he is faring with COVID-19 restrictions and what that means to him as a, a researcher. So welcome back to GradChat, Alistair. Thank you for having me. It's uh, great to be back on the program. <laughs> you, didn't, you weren't expecting to be back on so quickly, though, were you? No. Well, I mean, there's not really anything new with my research to talk about. But I'm I'm excited to talk about doing research uh, from home and and all the way in Victoria, BC. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah. So now, Alistair, and I, just to let everyone know, Alistair and I were chatting the other day about whether we can do a few interviews slightly modified in this slightly modified world of ours right now. So it's interesting with all the stuff that's going on, you think the last thing you'd want to do is be looking at the websites and 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 staring at a computer screen all day. But it is amazing how we do that. And it was interesting. There was a there was a piece in the New York Times recently about how authors are still finding ways to promote their books. And one such well-known author to Canada, Margaret Atwood, said when asked how she was she was faring in not being able to do book launches live like she normally would, but via social media. And she, and she said, we're in the, and, and I quote, better than nothing era. So do what you can, which I thought was absolutely fantastic little saying there now this is true and, and and although things have changed we're all having to adapt to find new ways to get our jobs done the thing is not to dwell on what i can't do but look to what i can do that little bit of uh, prophesizing i guess how are you doing alistair with in this new reality of ours right now yeah i mean it it is crazy and everything has kind of been turned on its head but i'm i'm doing well i'm managing well i i went back home to victoria to be with family at this time because i think I found I was able to do my work for about a week in Kingston, but staying at home and isolating. And it got kind of lonely, so I decided to go back home, and I'm surrounded by my family, which is really nice. That's, that is great. Yeah. I wish I was surrounded by my um, immediate family, but of course they're in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> I do have my partner and my dog, so that helps. I'm not totally alone, which I, I'd imagine would be a bit difficult for some people when... You're used to being around a lot of people, and then you're you're stuck in your house. Yeah, but I mean, I even even when I was in Kingston, I was I was managing by having Zoom kind of sessions and played games with friends, and and I still kept right. up those connections, even with people that I was 
live like in Kingston. They were in Kingston and I was in Kingston, but we were in our houses and, you know, playing games over the internet. So it was, it was good. <laughs> well, we'll get back to some of that in a minute. What I'd like to talk to you about, because I mean, you are a researcher and as we know, some labs and people aren't able to go into right now mm. and others can mm. it depends on which lab you're in so uh, you know i know you're working remotely now but your work is in analytical chemistry which does involve a lab normally how have you adapted to not being in the lab yeah so fortunately i had done a bunch of my research before all of this happened and i really just had a bunch of excel spreadsheets to work on so it was happenstance that i was just working from home already and wasn't able to go into lab. Some of my lab mates did have to go in right before all of the shutdown happened and and gathered a little bit of data. But a lot of our work, especially the work that we do in analytical chemistry, is processing Excel spreadsheets and, and data. And so that's been most of what I've been doing. And then there's right. also just writing. And I've been encouraged by my supervisor to start writing the introduction to my dissertation. And so I haven't, admittedly, I haven't started that yet. But you know, that's another big thing. It takes a lot of time to do, but you can do that really from anywhere. So, so I hope you're not procrastinating just yet. No, no, I've, uh, I've said, myself... we, we know how much people hate to do the writing part. Yeah. They want to do the research and not the writing. Yeah. yeah. So have you been in contact with your supervisor? I have. Yeah. Um, I actually, I'm co-supervised because I also do some work at the Royal Military College, which is also right. um, kind of shut down right now. But even before the shutdown happened, I would talk to my supervisors via email uh, weekly or semi-weekly and uh, so yeah because I, I mean especially with my supervisor at RMC I couldn't you know drive all the way there just to ask her a question so I could just fire her an email it's a lot easier so right. it's been it's been easy that way to adapt and also they've made themselves available I think I have their phone numbers it's like if, if something immediate needs if I have immediate needs, I can call them, which is good. Well, that's handy. And what about your lab mates? I mean, do you still talk? Because I, I know you're analysing, which makes it a little bit easier when you've got all your data with you. But I would imagine there would still be times when ordinarily you'd get together as a group to discuss what what that analysis has shown so far. Yeah, I mean, we, we have or we were having weekly group meetings. Sometimes we would cancel a group meeting just if nobody had anything to present or nothing new was happening. Right. But we, we adapted those and moved those onto Microsoft Teams. Actually, that's how you and I are kind of talking right now is we're using Microsoft we Teams. We are. <laughs> um, so yeah, we used that and, and the meeting went well. I mean, everyone was able to sign in and uh, we had a few technical glitches, but it, it worked well and we could discuss kind of what our strategy is with our group moving forward and yeah and do you you're a ta aren't you you're a teaching assistant mm -hmm. for those people who know the acronym yep. what are you doing with them are you still supervising them still looking at their workload um, and finish off their term yeah i'm a teaching assistant for the first year chemistry course and all of that instruction has moved online. So we're now on, on queue and have discussion forums. And I actually just sent out an email today with some practice questions to my students. So That's good. I made myself available. <laughs> I jokingly said uh, I'm available via email, Snapchat, TikTok, and just listed a whole bunch of ways that kids can reach me. Um, obviously, I didn't <laughs> give out my Snapchat or I don't have TikTok, but um, they can send me an email and uh, post on the online forums. And uh, yeah, a lot of students have been asking questions and stuff. And that's Usually when I'm not in the classroom teaching, that's how I'm reachable. Anyway, students can send me an email and I'll respond to their questions. So, uh, Right. So, so virtually a lot of things were happening anyway, yeah. even before the situation. So it's just continuing that and making them know that you are still available, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And I've, I've made maybe not a completely 
concerted effort, but a more conscious effort to be a little bit more responsive over the online channels because I'm not physically there. And so just, you know, when I get an email from a student, instead of saying, oh, I'll leave that until tomorrow, I'll make the effort to maybe answer it right away. It's also, I'm less busy now because I'm at home. So if I get an email, I can usually respond to it right away. And just ask mom and dad to make you a cup of tea while you wait, while you're getting Yeah, yeah. That's got to be a positive out of this whole thing. You get your cup of tea arriving it, on time. It is. It is nice to have to have stuff uh, brought to you. <laughs> Although I will say, um, I'm I'm helping contribute. My family. We just actually made a meal plan. So each of us is going to make dinner once one one night oh, for the week. Oh, that's perfect. And so my my day's tomorrow. Looking forward to that. And, and what are you going to cook? Well, I'm I'm not going to make the noodle casserole that I submitted to that uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> cookbook. Yeah. I've I've got a new recipe that I'm going to try. It's a tomato cheddar biscuit cobbler. Oh, yeah, that's good. It's really good. You, you have the, you layer these tomatoes with some um, thyme on the bottom of a pan or a, a dish. Right. You bake them, and they get all nice and squishy and juicy. And then you make little biscuits and put them on top, and then bake the biscuits on top. So it's these cheddar biscuits on top of this really good tomato kind of sauce. Oh, it's it's really good. So you could just pick up the, the biscuits, as I'm assuming I would call those a scone. Yeah. And then you soak up all the juices. Exactly. Exactly. You, you, mm. you kind of cut it a, like a slice, almost like a casserole or like a lasagna. And you bring right. out a slice and then you can get this nice fluffy biscuit with the really juicy, delicious. I'll send you the recipe. <laughs> You'll have to send me the recipe and then we might have to have a recipe, not a recipe challenge in the same way, but a, a bake-off or something. Yeah, I mean, people posting and photos. I want to uh... say whether, whether it worked or not. Yeah. So I know, I mean, it's, this is an interesting question that we've written down, but of course you're not on campus. But do you, do you have, I know you've only just got home, like on Sunday, I think it was, mm. or last Sunday. Do you find that you have this urge to still want to go into campus? I did. Actually, for the first week of, my self-isolation or my social distancing, I did feel kind of unproductive and I felt like, oh, well, I, I want to go to the library and, and work there because I find, mm-hmm. I, I was finding that I wanted to get out of my house and, and have a space where I could work. But I, I really checked myself with that and thought, well, no, we need to stay home. We need to flatten the curve. And even mm-hmm. going to the library just puts me in contact and potential contact with so many more people. And right. it's just... Even if I'm not going into the lab, just even going onto campus and going into buildings is still more of a risk than I was wanting to take. So, Yeah, because even, even though the libraries are closed per se, I mean, the, you still can access um, the various e-line mm-hmm. journals and, and things. Yep. And I know they're looking to see if there's any way to give some of our students more access to, to physical books. Mm-hmm. Of course, they've got to keep within the guidelines of the public health. Yep. So. And then I know I've I've known other students who have wanted to go into their office and work, but some of the buildings are shut. Mm-hmm. So um, we are all having to adapt. So I know myself working from home every now and then I go, oh, I think I'd actually probably do a lot better in the office. But, yeah, but I've, <laughs> and even though there's no one around, I can get into the building. It's really not the right thing to do. Yeah, I've noticed that I, since, since kind of forcing myself to stay home, and even that week that I was in Kingston, I was still, I think, just as productive as I would have been if I was in the lab, especially because when I'm in the lab, I have lab mates there and we, we get chatting, we go for lunch, we do stuff. And sometimes the day is less productive than... I was noticing I was at home and, you know, I'd, I'd get through my entire inbox of emails. And sometimes right. that doesn't happen in a day for me because I'm doing other things that aren't necessarily productive in air right. And so, yes. I mean, with with that maybe added productivity, there's also the, the lesser productivity of being home and there are distractions at home, definitely. 
but I definitely felt compelled to go to campus. But then since nobody else was on campus, it seemed kind of silly. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, good point. Good point. So do you have any sort of tips for your colleagues of who may be finding it a bit hard to balance work life and home life? Because you just mentioned it there. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's other distractions from working at home that you wouldn't have if you were on campus and things and we're all together. So do you have some sort of tips that you have found already in the short time that we have been kind of under lock and key? Yeah, I um, I actually, I found some tips that student wellness services at Queen's posted and right. they, they said they got them from this website called Anxiety Canada. And I, I thought they were really helpful and I've kind of been almost using them as a mantra as I go through this. Um, <laughs> and it was kind of five things. It was put structure into your day, don't shut yourself away, be compassionate to yourself and others, find new ways to right. communicate and get active. And so I've been kind of like with each of those, you know, reminding myself and, and doing stuff to to really follow those. And it's been really helpful. Well, that's, it's interesting because before we, we came online, I was talking to you about the get active part because mm. it's very easy just to sit in front of your computer all day and, and not move other than go and make a cup of tea yeah. if you haven't got mum and dad around. <laughs> And um, <laughs> and I was I was mentioning to Alistair that I need to take the bike, the bicycle, off the rack in the garage and pump up the tires and go for a bit of a cycle. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I mean, so I've got the golf course behind me. I should be able to just go for a nice long walk. Yeah, that'd be lovely. I um I noticed that in the two weeks that I was in Kingston, um I went running more than I think I've run at all. In like the past oh, year. Oh, is that right? Yeah. And so it could be we, we come out of this at the other end of this either being all super, super fit and healthy. Yeah. Or it's <laughs> the other way. <laughs> Maybe the opposite. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think like, hopefully, it's, hopefully it's the former and not the latter. Yeah. But I think it's even like some people, and I definitely fall into this camp, the thought of going for a run is quite, you know, oh, I don't want to, you know, get Daunting. changed and you got to go out. And but even just going outside for some fresh air and just, you know, getting some sunlight and just some uv rays on your skin like it's it's definitely rejuvenating and it it's such a needed study break or or work break right. to just go outside of course staying 2 meters apart from everyone else and like keeping that the social distancing but safely going outside and just getting fresh air is i think makes a world well, of a difference well i think we're fortunate because we are coming into spring summer mm-hmm. whereas where my family are in australia they're coming into winter mm-hmm. Uh, so not that get the winters like you do here, but um, being stuck indoors because of the weather is not going to it's not going to make it easier for them over there. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. I will uh, say I will say one thing with those tips with balancing yes. work and home life. One thing I found, one of the tips was find new ways to communicate, and I've I found you know Zoom sessions are really useful to connect with friends and Microsoft Teams, which we have with our Queens accounts. But I even yes. <laughs> I set up a streaming service and just for fun just because why not while i was working on the computer i streamed my data processing in excel and i had oh, really? a, i had a few people actually view and stay for the whole thing and watch me go through <laughs> excel spreadsheets and type in functions and i kind of explained it as i was going and uh, i had some friends message me and say like that was super cool like that was fun i learned something about what you do so ah. it's that's cool. It's a little bit of an involved process to set up a stream, so maybe it's not for everyone. But if you think you have, you can try your hand at streaming on Twitch or YouTube. It's kind of fun because then you you're motivated to do that work because you know, oh, well, people are going to be watching my stream and watch what I do, and it's kind of a neat way to show off 
the behind the scenes. You know, we see... Well, that's true. I mean, yeah. I know you have to worry about the intellectual property yes. kind of yeah. scenarios you have to be careful on. Yeah. But, but that, yeah, that would be quite fun to see what people are doing and how they formulate their work. Yeah, yeah. it was just, I almost kind of felt like I was giving a mini analytical chemistry lecture because I was talking about calibration curves and, you know, what the detection limit is and, and stuff like that. So, yeah. <laughs> so clearly not a stream for me. <laughs> well, I mean, all of my one viewers enjoyed it. So <laughs> oh, <that's... laughs> I, had, I, I think hey, at, the, at the high point, what, I had what six, is the start? six people tuned in, but hey, that's, pre that's pretty cool though. Yeah. But yeah, I think this is where, um, not to take, not to take students away from what they should be doing right now with their, you know, continuing with their research mm -hmm. in whatever format that is. But um, if nothing else, the, the situation that we've been put in, it's, it's teaching us more about the capabilities of things like Microsoft Teams, mm -hmm. which we're lucky to have, all of us to have that, being, being part of the Queen's community. And so that's a great way of, like you said, of connecting to people. Mm -hmm. and, but then there's other sort of softwares out there that to help us be a bit more creative because, you know, you can be a researcher and still be creative in outside of your field, yeah. so to speak. Of, and this is all part of that knowledge mobilization we always talk about of, you know, what else can we do? You know, if you, if you did that kind of stream, could you do something for the children in primary school or the, the students in high school as of talking about your research and, and to those particular demographics and things like that so yeah. get creative um what we can do there whether it's just an audio whether it's video whether it's some sort of narrated powerpoint totally um, yeah there's lots of different areas that we could think about using all this new technology that has probably been there a long time but me being such an it guru not <laughs> um we're having to learn about it pretty quickly yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, there's there's so many so many ways to do outreach with your research, but also just make it interesting and, and use those technologies mm -hmm. to help you with your research. So, yeah. So if you have any more of those thoughts, just let us know and we can sort of spread the word yeah. around the community because I'm sure people would be interested. I know there's a lot of parents out there um, who are looking at other ways to distract their kids so they can actually still work when well at home. Mm -hmm. Without them actually, to be honest, being stuck in front of a TV all the time or a computer monitor. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so we've got lots of things to do there. Mm -hmm. So what else are some of the other things that you've been doing to keep yourself motivated? I think, the yeah, one of the biggest things that I've done to help keep myself motivated and on track with my research is making a schedule. Right. I'm, I'm a pretty organized person and I schedule a lot of things into my calendar, but just having a schedule of, okay, I need to get these things done today, or, you know, these are the small tasks that I'm going to accomplish, even if it's a mix of stuff that's research and then also just, you know, cleaning your room, like, like cleaning the bathroom right. or doing a chore or something like that. And it just helps... I think, keep you putting one foot in front of the other instead of waking up in the morning and going, well, what am I going to do today? So Right, yeah. yeah. Now, I, I, I'm a big one for schedules. I like that. And I try and keep to a schedule. It doesn't always work, mm -hmm. but it certainly gives some structure for the day. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd be waking up in the morning and think, well, what's next? Yeah, and I've, I, I even have been doing that with more of my social activities because a lot of them, actually 
almost all of my social activities have been canceled um, or right. suspended. And so I've been setting those up virtually with friends. You know, we would get together and watch a TV show every week. Um, and so we can still do that. It's it's a little bit more complicated. What we've done is we've all uh, set up the show on our laptops and then we have a group right. phone call and we all hit play Fantastic. at the same time. And then we can chat like, oh, did you see what she did? Oh, did you see what they're doing? But we do it over the phone and then we can watch the show in real time together. So it's it's we've had to adapt, but having those things is also really important. That sounds like the old days when we used to have the um, sit in front of the TV watching Friends and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. It's when it was on the first time. <laughs> not not reruns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and what about? I mean, I, I guess that's one way too to sh- you know you mentioned one of your tips to show compassion and things. Mm-hmm. So I guess this is an opportunity for us to all reach out to our mates and and family mm-hmm. and i actually asked a friend the other day who i know lives by herself i said oh how are you finding it living by yourself and she goes i've had more people calling me because of this yeah. <laughs> than i ever did before so she's not lonely at all in fact she probably wants them to stop calling <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, yeah i think it's it's about showing compassion to those that you care about and reaching out to those people mm-hmm. definitely um, I know I've talked to more of my friends I two of my friends I talked to recently haven't talked to them in like two years but just yeah. you know it's nice to catch up with people and it's and it's nice to just tell them that you're thinking of them um, but it's even yeah and I think that's important yeah it's even but then it's also mm-hmm. showing compassion to yourself to yourself showing compassion True. to yourself and saying you know this is an unprecedented situation and uh, to, to keep checking in with yourself and just making sure that you are managing okay. Because yeah. nobody is going to, nobody knows how to deal with this. Nobody's going to be dealing with this perfectly. And uh, right. it's just about staying healthy, like mentally, physically. And I, and I think I think for me, in, in my particular job too, working in the School of Graduate Studies, I mean, we have students who are in, in different areas of first of all, research, but in sort of different levels of where they are in their progression of doing their degree. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we have domestic students and international students. And, yep. you know, um, some of our international students weren't able to get home before flights and things were either cancelled this end or they couldn't get in the other end. Mm-hmm. And so we're having to stay around when they probably would prefer to be with family right now. Yeah. And I think it's important that we, you know, all reach out to our peers who we know are probably struggling a little bit more than others and and i say struggling without it being sounding nasty mm-hmm. it's just uh, probably just need a bit of a hey how are you going kind of thing yeah definitely definitely and it it, it doesn't take much to just reach out and say how are you no. doing and yeah exactly exactly and so you talked about different ways of communicating mm-hmm. which is great because i mean God, there's a plethora of stuff right now on, on that. Yeah. And and I, I like this bit about, you know, looking after yourself because that's really, really important. Uh, you know, we've got to stay healthy ourselves, both in mind and body. And it's very easy for us to just get sucked into now everything's online, just work, work, work. Yes. And we still need that break. And, and that's something we've always said in, in grad studies, even before all of this, you've got to find that work-life balance, which is, I know it's a corny expression. Yeah. But we, we absolutely still need to do that, particularly in, in these circumstances. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, if we can figure it out during this unusual situation, then when we do get back to whatever the normal is going to be in the future, um, we can continue 
with those with that sort of structure and looking after ourselves as well moving forward mm-hmm. well i mean it's it's also like recognizing that the weekend still exists we still have saturdays and sundays and right. evenings mm-hmm. and often before all of this happened i would spend evenings or the weekends not doing research not doing my work yeah. because you need to have that time off and you do. it's the, the lines have definitely blurred now where i'm responding to work emails on the weekends and personally i know that's okay for me because i don't um throw myself into 24 uh, 7 working i don't think anyone should so no. but it but it could be for others you know saying okay after five o'clock or after six o'clock in the evening i'm not answering any more emails That's i'm not it. gonna write i'm not gonna do any more writing six o'clock rolls around i'm gonna make myself a cup of tea and i'm gonna throw on netflix and i'm gonna just relax and because you need that or i'm gonna go for a walk or cook a nice big meal i've done so much cooking i didn't even talk about this i have <laughs> this i tried the tomato recipe i've tried so many new recipes uh just because i have the time and it's it's fun. So that's your next book. Yes, <laughs> cooking <laughs> cooking with COVID. Maybe maybe that's not cooking a good title, with COVID. But... <laughs> <laughs> cooking from the from the side of a researcher who's in chemistry. So God knows what you're concocting. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've always wanted to try my hand. It, it's called molecular gastronomy, and it's like the blend of oh, chemistry yes. and food. Yeah. Well, there you go. You you clearly you clearly made to be able to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, so Alistair, what are some of your final thoughts here? I mean, you know, you've, you've talked about, um, you know, it's okay to not be as productive yeah. as, you would, as you would like to think. It's okay to take time out still from, from your work. You know, you don't have to work, work 24-7. We still need to think about work-life balance. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, would, what would be your final sort of thought to your colleagues out there? Well, something... We kind of talked about this, but something that I think I really needed to hear and I would want to share with everyone else, all grad students from all different departments, is that it's okay to not be your most productive during a freaking global pandemic. Like this is, (laughs) we're not under normal circumstances and this is not everyday life, like normal everyday goings. And it's okay to be less productive. And yeah, that's true. I think... I needed to hear that because I'm very hard on myself about being productive. Uh, and I think a lot of grad students are. And yes. so it's okay to not answer all of the emails and it's okay to not do all of the writing because that we are in a stressful, unprecedented time. Yeah. And we just, sometimes we need to take a breath, don't we? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And and we're not, we're pretty bad at doing that at times. Mm-hmm. And we have to take a breath. We have to take a step back as well and relook at what's going on yeah. and what what we can do to keep ourselves healthy but also still be productive as best we can under the circumstances yeah yeah i totally agree i, I like that bit when you said um and i don't know if i'm allowed to repeat it but <laughs> it, your your sentence you said uh, something like it's okay to not be at your most productive during a freaking global pandemic yeah okay. yeah <laughs> and it's okay to switch off the TV. That's the other thing I want to say mm. is that there's only so much you can listen oh. about the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. You gotta you gotta take it in kind of digestible bites, all of the news, because yeah. it changes every day and you just can't You can only control what you can do yourself. Precisely. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, Alistair, great chatting to you. Yes. I'm glad you're made to Victoria okay. Thank you. Um, thanks so much for being my guinea pig of doing this remotely. Yeah, it's been uh, a pleasure. I think it worked quite well. 
I, uh, I think so too. Yeah. Well, the, the test is going to be when we edit, but there we yeah. go. <laughs> That'll be the difficult part, I'm sure. Splicing the two bits together. And like I said, I'm sure someone will come up with a solution for me. But um, I think for our first go, I, I actually quite enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's so nice too, because we're still able to see each other while we're chatting. Yeah. So it is like a normal a normal chat, although no one can see what my hands are doing yes. other than you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just very, you know, well, you know what I'm like. Yes. But uh, <laughs> anyway, so thanks very much. I, I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, stay safe over there. Yes, thank you. You too. <laughs> If you think of any other ideas that we can share with everyone, you know, where to reach me. So uh, I always, always appreciate your emails with it. Oh, Claire, I've thought about this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Someone's always thinking about newsletter. stuff. I will send you that recipe, though. It's a really good recipe. That sounds that good. And we are absolutely going to have to share it yes. and see what people think. Yeah. You may not like the answers, but there we go. <laughs> I'm welcome to criticism and feedback. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so that's it, everyone. A another week of Grad Chat sadly comes to an end. Don't forget, you can download the show tomorrow from either iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Stitcher. Just type in Grad Chat. Until next week, this is CJ the DJ signing off with a big hooray. Thank you for listening to this podcast produced at CFRC 101.9 FM in Kingston, Ontario at Queen's University, situated on the traditional territory of the Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee peoples. The CFRC Podcast Network at podcast.cfrc.ca is brought to you by the generous support of the Queen's University Faculty of Engineering and Applied Sciences.